0: What's up everybody and welcome to the Cabbage Cart Podcast, your weekly source for all things Avatar. That includes Avatar The Last Airbender, The Legend of Korra, the graphic novels, and books. Fair warning, this podcast will contain spoilers for all Avatar content. With that being said, I hope you enjoy the show.
1: This week on The Cart, we finally find out what happens to Zuko's mom.
0: That means we're diving into
1: the search. We are your hosts, I'm Ricky, I'm Austin, I'm Ian, and this is the Cabbage Cart Podcast.
0: And welcome back to the Cabbage Cart Podcast. Austin, we don't have much for Avatar news, but Austin hit up in the group chat earlier this week and he said, why don't we come up with our own corny Avatar jokes? Now uh, I feel like did you come I'm, up with one? Oh I did. I know you didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't. See, know, I, I thought you put that in yeah. there. I, I didn't think about, about, about doing it, I it this week. I, I just thought in general that'd be good
1: content. But if you already have one, then I kinda want to hear it.
0: I thought you put that in the chat. I thought you thought of one, and then you're like, everyone has to think of one. No. So you have your own platform to pitch this joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It wasn't that elaborate. Oh, nope. okay. <laughs> I thought you were planning it. No. Well, let's hear your joke. We got to hear your joke. Uh, Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Even though you're you're the only one. one. Okay. Okay. What did Boomy say when Flopsy stole his shoe? Oh, my shoe. Oh,
2: my God. Get out. <laughs> okay, that was
1: out. good. Thank you. Thank, I'll give you thank you. <laughs> I'll give you that one. That was actually not bad. Oh, my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Because he's the king of Omasha. Right. Ah. I get it. I get yeah. it.
1: Yep. And I'm glad you said King Boomy because now we have to, like, specify. Some people. You can't just right, say Boomy. because there's. No, there's yeah. uh, Just like you can't general.
0: say Iroh anymore. Right? No, you can say Iroh. Well, oh, yeah, that's what were true. talking about.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, what do we got for average news today guys we don't we, was... we really don't oh, wait, uh, the only wait, thing wait, that we, we have do. is
1: the uh, is that as <laughs> of the fifth of
0: this month, <laughs> sorry we don't oh yeah we do ian stop making faces at me <laughs> i know you just sorry. give ricky
1: the death glare
0: <laughs> like how dare you <laughs> we forget. forget we have news <laughs> we don't have it written down why do we not write it's not news really out? news though all right go for it
1: uh i don't know the name ian why don't you lay it out for us as of the fifth of this month there's a new toy line dropping from uh, McFarlane Toys. McFarlane Toys. There's actually there's already a line of Avatar toys, uh,
2: from Diamond Select, uh, the shop. I just got a, a bunch of them in. You got like Ozai and uh, we got Ozai, Toff, Sokka, Aang, and I think I have Azula right now. Um, there's also pops that uh, with for Avatar stuff. But I guess McFarlane Toys is coming out with uh the original line, or the initial line is going to be Aang, Appa, uh, Katara, Sokka, Ooh, and yeah. Zuko. Yeah, no Toph. no toff, no Toph yeah. on this one. And we were talking that about that weird. in the group
1: chat. Maybe they're doing it by like season-based introductions. The next wave will have toff and who else? You know, maybe like King Boomy or something like that. That'd be dope. I would love. Uh, King can I get some Suki? Yeah, God. Suki. I know, right? I want a King Boomy in his like coffin thing that they put him in. Like, Why? I want that as a that's figure, but so just his head out because that's like. To me,
2: that's like peak boomy. <laughs> is, <he, laughs> is he, uh, is like the, the metal coffin like an accessory to his character?
1: That would, okay, that'd make it better. Then you could take him out of you it totally, if you want. You could have like King Boomy.
2: Ooh. King Boomy with his like robe? his robe and his like crown garb yeah. and all that. Yes. But then his, his accessory is his coffin, his metal coffin. Yeah, has yeah, all, but all you jacked. Can, you can take yeah. him out of the robes and put him in
0: the coffin.
1: There, see? Hell dude, yeah, dude. You need
0: to go work for McFarland Toys. You need to run a toy, sh- uh, toy shop. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> you know? know, right? You could run a toy shop.
1: <laughs> Something tells me you got it in you. Yeah, right? Uh, on that note, don't forget Triforce AZ. Follow yeah. them on Instagram. Big yeah. supporters of the podcast. Yeah, owned yeah. by
0: one of our hosts here, Ian. Yeah.
1: We don't actually state that enough about Triforce AZ. We have to remember that we get no. New yeah, we so. plug it
0: every episode. I was thinking about that. We plug yeah. it every episode. We we should probably people have restate. no idea. Yeah. yeah, like why am like, I why, why am I following R- Triforce R- AZ? Who gives a shit? Yeah, about that's Tri- Ian's. Z? That's Ian's shop in, in Glendale, Arizona. Yeah. awesome place.
1: Pretty much got everything.
0: It's vintage toys, collectibles, what is it, video
1: games. You Tell us, you it- fucking sell your shop, not us. <laughs> 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 it's a co- it's a collectible store. So, uh.
2: Old school video games. We got Pokemon cards. We got uh, pop vinyls. Uh, Vintage Star Wars, He Man. We, man, we sell records.
1: I'm getting into Blu-rays and, nice. and DVDs now. I, like I, I I just bought from you the Star Wars 1975 vinyl initial soundtrack, pressing. which yeah. I want, pressing. bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm the one that collects vinyl <laughs> with
1: notes in the vinyl from from
0: uh, John Williams. John Williams. Yeah, don't even know the name. <laughs> I hate you so much, right? <laughs> now. I totally don't deserve <laughs> it. No.
1: Does, ha- does Haley know? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well then, yeah. it was a gift for it Haley, was a so gift. So okay. She's okay. on your I'm level. Here. No, she's not quite on your level. Like she she is. She knows. Way more about Star Wars than I. There's
2: either. very few people that are on Ricky's level. Yeah, on
1: anything. It's honestly like, almost concerning. Like, dude, are you okay?
2: You're I mean, right. I want to marry a Twi'lek.
1: <laughs> What's a what? <sighs>
0: oh my god!
2: Fucking... I know. Exa-
0: I don't know what a Twi'lek is. You do? Yeah. You do? Like uh, like uh, Hera or uh, Harrison Dua is a Twi'lek. A I Twi'lek don't... is the noodle hair. Oh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> there yeah, you noodle go. head. There you go. Noodle head. There you go. You can like Yeah. No. No. Like Ahsoka. No, mm, she's see. different, and I can't think of her species you right now. You call yourself a Star oh Wars Oh my fan? god, I'm so out of here. Dumb. When you said noodlehead,
1: that's the first thing I want to think of is Azuka's species. Or, uh, Azuka. Asu- <laughs> I think Azuka. Was, I actually think it's called Twi'lek.
0: It's uh twilik Twi'lek. Twilek. Twi'lek. <laughs> Who fucking knows? <laughs> Who knows? Depends dude. on where you're Who from. Yeah, right. It's gonna bother me that I don't know Azuka's species. Azuka. Ahsoka? Now see, now we're see getting... now we're just now we're just Azula. We have a big old note on the board. Said, "Stay on topic." <laughs> so God let's let's it. go. Let's go get to that. <laughs> what are we talking about today, guys? Let's get. We into We are it. talking about the search, the which search. is Togruta. I'm sorry, Ahsoka is is a Togruta. Oh sorry. Perfect. Thanks for. Thank gratifying. you. Yeah, 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 Let's get back on topic. Glad we got we need that. Out of the way. We need a clap
1: track like they do on the radio station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get a soundboard in here. Anyway, the search is this week's topic of discussion. Uh, all th- part one, two, and three—the whole thing. So we have the, as. I'm sure you guys know from listening to the podcast, we have the library edition with creator notes on the side. And today's topic of discussion will be going into talking, not only about the book, but the creator notes that helped influence
0: it. Yeah. We've, we've talked about it before. If you haven't got the comics buy the library edition. Absolutely. I'm <clears throat> absolutely. I, I watched the, the YouTube video to get the story. And then I came here today and you guys are, are picking through this library edition. And I'm like, Oh my god, this is so cool. I didn't get any of this stuff. Well you get you, you know? get
2: backgrounds of, of what the influence was. So you find out that while writing the search, they were already doing book two of Korra. They were okay. in they were in the middle of book two of Korra. So they're trying to figure yeah. out uh, they're they're fleshing out how the the uh, real world and the spirit world interact with each other.
0: Oh, so, right. Like, cause that's season two, which is a heavy, two. Here a heavy topic. It's a heavy topic in,
2: in the search. Yeah.
1: And so it's pretty cool cause they say how the search influenced Korra and how Korra influenced right, the search. Right. Mostly how Korra influenced the search. I,
2: I think what's going on is they're, they're fleshing out the idea of the spirit world. Yeah. And they're, and on, what happens to Aang in, in, uh, during that moment where they reference season two of Korra, you don't really see it anywhere else in, in Avatar. So I don't know if they want if they wanted to stick with that. We'll get into it later, but I don't know if they wanted to stick with that going forward. So they're fle- yeah. they're definitely fleshing out yeah. how the how the two interact with each other.
0: So we we've already done an episode about the promise. This is actually canonically the promises first, and then this is next like, can, in like in timeline. Yeah, immediately. Yeah, yeah, immediately after. Now we kind of do do cocked all over the the promise, didn't we?
2: I like the promise. What I like it about? too. I liked it too.
0: I like it too, <laughs> but this one we, okay, is. No it's way better.
2: We I think we kind of shit on the promise because uh Ang and
0: Zuko both seemed out of character. Yes. Yeah.
2: So that was one I think the biggest complaint yeah. coming from you, Ricky.
0: Yeah. But this, the search is awesome because first of all, this is the answer to the cliffhanger from the last airbender. Where's, Where's my, is mother? my mother? Yeah. That cliffhanger yeah. and then and then they season 1 of Korra Janora in episode one. Jinora asks Katara, "What happened to Zuko's mom?" And then Iki inter- interrupts her. Right. So like the 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 showrunners are kind of like giving us the middle finger. Like, Haha, you Not still yet. don't know. Still- you well, th- you th- still don't. You I, know. The,
2: I think at the time this was probably y- yeah yes. So there, it was a teaser, right? Like,
1: right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So up. let's add some frame frame around this, right? So in the timeline, it follows right. So Zuko's Fire Lord. Aang's doing his thing as the avatar. Like every, this is post Hundred Year War. This follows the promise. I, Everybody's good now. Everybody's on the same page. Azula's in prison. Uh, Ozai's in prison. Azula's in good. like or a, a mental a, institution. institution.
0: Yeah, and this happens. You you are right. This happens literally. Right. The promise ends with him going to Azula. Right. right? I for, yeah. I totally forgot I need about
2: I that. need your help. To yes, find yes. our mother. So and the, and the first like,
1: scene of the book, like, well, not literally the first scene, but like the first scene with them is that conversation. Right.
0: Right. And how it went. So I think we we were talking about this earlier and we all kind of disagree, but this this story is really awesome because the focus is Zuko's family. So, right. so Ursa, his mother, is one of the main characters in this. Well, you, guys saying, <laughs> you guys are saying I think she is. You guys are saying that she
2: character. is the main character, and I don't think she is the main character. I think, I think she's. Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
1: I think it's Zuko is the main character. See, uh. I, I think it's. I think Ursa is the main topic of this. Like the topic of the book is about Ursa. I don't think her as a character is. She's not the main character. We don't see enough of her for her to be the main character. We see That's flashbacks fun. of her, right? Right. So, her as a character, I, I wouldn't say she's the main character. I
0: thought you were saying Azula was the main character. <laughs> I was
1: <laughs> saying that you could argue that Azula
2: was is was the main character because she's on the side of the the book. It's hard well, to
0: say there because like they all have such a role in this book. The book, the book does dive into. I you know what I I do believe Zuko is the main character, it, but it dives into to Ursa and Azula so, so well. Like, they're they're really making this a point. Right. Like, they really they really spent time being like, here's, Azula's gone crazy. She's completely insane in this book.
2: I, so one of the main things that, that they were talking about on the, like, the editor's notes um, is Zuko's identity, and he's always trying to figure out who he really is. And that was one of the things that Ursa said to him before before she left, was don't forget who you are. Right. Uh-huh. So he's been trying to find out who he who he is, which is I think why he gives Azula so much leeway in this book. His family is who he is, right? Like, and 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 by um, extension, the gang is part of his family, so he's he's also that's also who he is.
1: Well, with that, so it, the first scene of the book so this book opens up with a flashback to ursa and at her time uh her boyfriend ikeem 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 I-K-M? I-K-M? Ikem. Yeah. ikeem so that's where the book starts like it's like a flashback to them and there and he asks uh ursa to marry him but the first scene that we get with with zuko and the gang basically is they're talking to this Confucius figure and the creator notes it says on the side they basically modeled him exactly after Confucius. Exactly after Confucius. He doesn't have a name, but they modeled him after Confucius and what he says is that like the way you treat your family is the way that you will treat your nation. Like a, a small family is a nation and a nation and the family makes a nation. Right. So he immediately, like, that flips a light bulb in his head. He's like, if, like my, my sister's in an institution and my father's and in prison. And I don't know where my mother is. And I don't right. know where my mom is. Like, what can I do? How am I supposed to leave my nation if I don't have control of my family? Right. And that what sets off the, the search for, for his mom. Right. And in an effort along the way to reconcile his relationship with Azula, who's gone nuts. She, she has gone, like, seriously nuts. Well, yeah. the creator note so, says that that they gave her split personality for a reason. disorder. Yeah. So that yeah. it's, it's, you can... S- have both sides of her and explain it. Right.
0: So are we gonna are we gonna dive into it, dive into what happens? Let,
1: let's go ahead and talk about the what's in there. I wanna
2: I don't want so, it to be like a book report. No, no, no.
0: <laughs> but spoiler warning right now. Spoiler if you warning guys, yeah. if you guys want to read the search um and haven't picked it up yet, don't know what's going on. Spoilers ahead, we're about to dive into the shit. I don't want it to be a book report I, Yeah, I think report. we're gonna
1: hit some high level topics in the book and then and then jump into those. Right, but it's not right. gonna be a read through or a storytelling by any means. Sorry. Who do
0: you want to? Who do you want to jump into? For I, 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 really want to talk more about Azula.
2: Well, we can talk about it as as we go. I th- we need to talk about what's what's actually happening in the book. Okay. Um. So like the the beginning of the book, you see, um, Ursa when she was younger, uh, before she was married to uh, Ozai. Ozai. So Prince Ozai at the time. Mm-hmm. Um. And she there. She's practicing. Uh, she's part of this this group. This troop the name of the, the group like a theater group. It's a theater group, um in the town of I'm gonna butcher this
0: Hira-a? Hira uh Hira Hira um H I R A apostrophe A. So it's based off it's based off like Hawaiian culture, right?
1: Uh that's what they said in the book.
0: That's yeah. is what they said. Yeah,
1: they based it off Hawaiian culture because they wanted it. To be somewhere far and remote from the Fire Nation, and they're like, well, an island, and but then still be kind of part of the Fire Nation. Yeah, but still, right. it's obviously still part of the Fire Nation. I imagine some something similar to like uh, to like Ranji and Hayran's is tri- right. island.
0: It didn't even even uh, for the live action series. Didn't they say one of their their filming places is Hawaii? Yes, I, they're, I, they're, yeah, yes. and that's like that's like the Fire Nation. Yeah, because it's the Fire Nation is a volcanic island chain. Yeah, you know, so they right. were
1: like they wanted Ursa to be from somewhere far and remote that is relatable, so they chose Hawaii, and okay. so it kind of has the name of it even seems to have like with the apostrophe A apostrophe right. A seems to have like a right. Hawaiian influence on it. So she is with
2: her um, her boyfriend Ikum, uh who's also part of the the theater group. They're practicing. They go through and and he professes his love for her and asks her to marry him
0: while like, on stage. While on stage, it was adorable. It was adorable.
2: Um, she accepts. And then I forget I forget what happens next because I actually read the first part like three months ago. <laughs> um, but at some point, uh, the the royal family, the fire royal family, come in.
0: They're told the royal family is told by I believe the fire sages that she is the granddaughter of that's Roku. Right. That's right. Yes. So and they're like they're like if your if your bloodline has will have powerful offspring. Basically, right. that's that's the point.
2: Right, because it's not common knowledge that that Roku's bloodline
1: is in this town of of Hiraa. Hiraa. Yeah. Well, they said it was almost as if Roku tried to keep you hidden. Right. So it's kind of like which he probably did. Yeah, but I like that they threw that in there and they didn't tell us explicitly because now we get to wonder, like, oh, did he maybe intentionally hide? Now that you know, because obviously he went down with. You know, in a big fiery battle Sozin. with Sosen, so it's like maybe he was trying to hide her from the royal family, right?
0: So something uh, we see in this book a lot is the blue spirit mask. The blue spirit mask came out of this acting group. It was it was part of it was part of the play they do is Love Amongst the Dragons, which right. they mention in Ember Island Players. I didn't know that. Really? The, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember, uh, they show him the the thing, and and Zuko says. My my parents used to take us to that. It, oh, that's they butchered right. Love Amongst the Dragons every year. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I remember that now. Which makes sense because his mother was part was of an part acting of group. group yeah. So she nailed it. Right. He knew he know he knew he had that knowledge from his mom that's like, this one sucks. This one's like this one's I, can, I can do it way better. <laughs> Inter- I just I just made that connection. That's yeah. cool as fuck. <laughs> but yeah, the blue spirit mash comes out of this play. Or, or was a prop f- for this theater. That's Well, where-
1: This the first time we see Ursa in the book, she's wearing a mask. Like, she's big the masks. Right. And that's right. kind of a theme throughout. Like, faces, faces and masks yeah. is a big theme throughout this entire book. And yes, they actually explain that, and we'll get into it's that a little bit later. It's actually a big topic throughout the entire Atlas series. Yeah. Well, this book made me realize that it is, actually. Right. Like it's especially in this book, but I was like, "Damn, this actually is kind of a comic like thing. identities and and stealing faces and masks and all that." Like it's like kind of painted lady, are. painted lady, you yeah. know, like stuff like that, right? So
0: I mean, Zuko Scar, the fact that, you know, right, his right. face. They talk about yeah.
1: that in the crater notes explicitly, specifically, actually about that.
0: What are you looking at? What are you?
2: I'm I'm trying to go through. The the order of events and how oh, okay. how we're gonna get from the the beginning of the book to the end of the book <laughs> within the time frame allotted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. We're a, we a, a little too much. No, it's fine.
2: It. So, um, after Ecom uh, proposes to Ursa and she accepts. She comes back home to tell her parents. Her parents are the name. I can't see it over here. Jinzuk
1: and Rina. Uh, Magistrate Jinzuk. So he's some kind of judge or lawman or something like that. In
2: in this town. So uh, Azulon and Ozai, the royal family, show up and um, basically say that Ursa is to be wed to. Ozai, or what's what's the word the Betrothed. Betrothed there we that's go, right, yeah, that's it. Betrothed to to Ozai. So and they basically just kidnap her. Yeah, they yeah. just they just take her. I mean, and and Ecom he, he can, tries he tries to like fight back, but he has this like prop sword and all these yeah these uh like like from the stage yeah wooden.
1: What I liked about that, though, is that one of the swords gets caught on fire, and he, and he throws, throws it, <laughs> he throws it back at the, yeah. the
0: the soldier, and the soldier's like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "This guy's
1: this guy's the real deal, man." Yeah, right. Some really soccer
0: inspiration. It's like running out of ammo, so you throw your gun at their head. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, dude. pretty
1: much.
2: So, uh, in, in between these flashbacks, we get to see what goes on with uh, Zuko, uh, Azula, and Ozai. Azula, I think at the at the end of the promise, right? He takes her. Does he take her to, the, to uh, Ozai?
0: I, no. Is it, is it?
2: No, it's, a, it's, it's, it's in this one. It's in here. So he he's taken, um, Zuko is taking Azula to Ozai so they can converse, and we don't know what
1: they talk about. Yeah, he says, um, if you really want to give me, like, respect as your sister, let me talk to our father by thought I thought, I
0: thought right. they didn't speak at all. No, they I did thought, according yeah.
2: to According to uh, the guards, Suki and Ty Lee, they didn't say a word. Yeah, so they were which just- Which I'm calling bullshit.
1: No, yeah, because she immediately, after the discussion, runs to – she escapes her, her shackles. Or she's in a straitjacket. She's in a straitjacket. And she escapes coming. and immediately runs to a secret chamber right. and says right where father said it was. So, I I mean – They talked about they something. Talked. yeah.
0: Uh, maybe they talked because there's the, the lie that Zuko might not be Ozai's son. Maybe they said that and, and Suki and Ty Lee lied to Zuko. Me. Because they didn't want to offer him that information, they knew that was damaging information. I don't
2: think, I don't think they knew. No. So the the one of the overarching themes is your destiny. Like what what is your destiny? And as Azula is trying to find out what her destiny, she thinks her destiny is to be Fire Lord. So she has uh, an an out. She has proof. Uh, so she thinks that Zuko is not fit to be Fire Lord, and and that proof is a letter from Ursa. To Ikim when she when Ursa was the princess right
0: still yeah, yeah still, still living the prin- with still a princess yeah. right and actually uh, she was never queen oh she wasn't she, she was never old, she yeah. was banished before Iro or Ozai took throne right so she was always just a princess
2: so it was a letter that she would give to a uh, a servant or a family friend to deliver and um, it was intercepted by Ozai and not
0: intercepted well yeah it she was, was reporting yeah as time. soon as I saw it I was like why like. Why are you trusting this person? I know. Don't you like you should know better than that. Right. Like, after the first letter, you should have put Whoa. information in there to see if Ozai was. Haven't you no. seen Game of Thrones? No, yeah, she, dude. That's
1: I'm exactly like, what the letter is, though. Right. she says that, she said that she knew he was reading his letters, so she wanted to hurt him by saying,
0: Zuko's not your son. She wanted, right, to, she wanted she, to
1: find uh, out if he was reading her letters.
2: But that's, she yeah, also she
0: goes, said, I knew it, yeah. and that's
1: why I did that. Right.
0: Yeah, I know. But like why did you not do that on like the first one? She already oh. sent out like yeah. uh, a, a personality. She should have assumed yeah. right off the yeah. bat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, That's what I make. was saying. Yeah.
2: So anyway, um, so she goes this this letter Dunderhead. And, <laughs> Dunderhead. Sorry, good. So the this letter that she goes or uh, it's a stack of letters that she goes and she finds in, in Ozai's secret chamber.
0: There is uh, there is something I love about that. I love when Ty Lee says she never stopped fearing Azula, oh, yeah. even in her in her manic state, because Lee, like chi blocks her in a straitjacket. <laughs> it's kind of like, oh goddamn! She, she gets,
2: uh, she somehow takes Zuko out by, by like a, a serving tray with her her arms tied together. Yeah, she bites the serving tray bites and, ser- and like, yeah. slings it at him, and he like falls on his ass. Like, come on, dude! What's she's so she she gets
1: chi blocked by Ty Lee. anyway. So, the letter that you find, though, is a letter that was designed to hurt Ozai. Right. In that it was saying, I uh, came, you know, I've never stopped thinking about you or loving you. Every time I look at my son, Zuko, I see you. She says, every time we look at our son, Zuko. Right. So, that and Azula, key word. Azula has the letter. Azula has the letter, and she thinks, this is my ticket to the Fire Lord. And she can
0: usurp my... you. Yeah. yeah. If, if Zuko's not the rightful heir, then it's her.
1: Yeah. Right. So it creates this kind of identity thing that be, between Zuko trying to figure out, is he really, uh, you know, Akeem's son, or, and Azula's trying to figure out, is am I really the Fire Lord? It's kind of, they're both after the same thing. Right. In a way, though, because the Azula, whole Azula also has intentions to... Kill Ursa kill, when she finds kill her. Kill her mother. Yeah. The split personality that she's going through right now is that she th- keeps thinking that she's got this paranoia that Ursa has behind everything. Right. She's even infiltrated her thoughts at this point and is making her see things. And she thinks that anytime Zuko does anything, it's because Ursa put him up to it. Anytime, anytime anybody does anything, yeah. even Katara, yeah. she's even like, Katara, she's yeah. like, how did my mother get to you and tell right. you how to
0: defeat me?
2: Yeah. Insanity, absolute Pure insanity. insanity. Yeah. She's it
0: pretty cool in this book it's pretty cool though
2: it, what what I find interesting is that she has that split personality and she sees uh, like when they're when they're on the, this adventure she sees Ursa in a in the, the pool of water and she says Ursa says something like this is not your destiny you know my daughter or whatnot so all that that all those things that Ursa is saying is in Azula's head so Azula is saying that to herself yeah so it's like Three kind of personalities fighting for dominance, you know, you're trying to see what... It's pretty
1: nuts. Like, anytime
0: she looks in the mirror, she sees Ursa. Right.
1: Um, or, like, a reflective water pool. She's been she's been seeing Ursa. Yeah,
0: just like we see in the show. Yeah. She's... But that's happening all the fucking time.
1: Right. Where does the story pick up after they find the letter and decide they want to look for her mom? Uh,
2: Well, mom? they... So, uh, Azula... I guess Zuko confronts Azula in that chamber with the letter, and and uh, she doesn't let Zuko know what's in the letter. She agrees to help Zuko find their mother. On like one was it the the deal was to let her travel with dignity, so unbound. She would have to. She would travel as a companion. Yeah. In,
1: in exchange, she'll lead them.
0: Good idea. Yeah. Like, it, come on. <laughs> it's
1: she's crazy. And she needs to go down. Yeah. <laughs> this th- we'll get into it in a bit. After we get later into the story, but that was my main complaint with the book. Yeah. It was her being unchained.
0: Well, like I, I feel like after like the first time she lashed out, it's kind of like it, you're done. It, it
1: happened really
2: fast. Yeah. Like, like oh, don't worry, guys. She's gonna be fine. And then she's like. Like, zap. zap and so- uh, sokka like what dude i you just said she was gonna be
1: fine yeah yeah and they're like don't touch my brother and she's like and and then the attitude that she has to zuko she says, keep your your band of misfits in line and we want to and we'll be get along I'd be just like, bitch bitch i'm putting you
0: back in the straitjacket jacket yeah like you're a you're yeah a you're a prisoner, prisoner.
2: right <laughs> talk to like what <laughs> the fire uh, he's the fire lord i don't know it she she's just kind of crazy. She's all around crazy.
1: Here's the thing: it was very well wit- written because I fucking hated her in this book. Really? I, not I, not like I hated her. Like I liked the story. Like I loved her in the story, but I was right. like, damn, she's fucking just annoyingly crazy. Right? She was kind of unlikable as a
2: character in in this, but I felt for her as a yeah. as a, a like a human, I guess. Yeah, because she's she's going through some shit.
0: Well, isn't hasn't she always been unlikable? Like, yeah. I mean, she is fucking as a, evil. As a person? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, the one thing I kind of realized in this book, and this is a little off topic, so we don't want to go too much into it, but I realized that a lot of people say that Azula um, was created to be this monster because Ursa didn't love her enough and that it was Ursa's fault that she's like this. No, that's what her. she
0: thinks. Oh, I, it's I Ozai's fault.
1: Well, I don't, I think it's. I think she was literally born this way. Like, when she's like, oh, no, I'm so worried about Zuzu. Like they like, like the dad said that he was going to have to kill zuzu and like she and then like and then they show a scene where she like is smirking in the shadow after her mom starts freaking out which leads to the destruction of the whole royal family like so, i don't think it was anybody's fault but her own so on that
2: kind of on that topic i what i noticed uh like if you look in the in the beginning of the book you see azulan with uh, ozai and azulan you, you know he's ruthless because he was going to kill zuko or he wanted Ozai to kill Zuko because he he tried to uh, overstep, usurp usurp uh, Iro. So Sozin was crazy, but he was like he wasn't like Azula crazy, right? I'm assuming that the further you go down the line, so uh, uh,
0: it runs in the family.
2: Well, yeah, no, it does. So Azulon was a little, little bit more batshit crazy than Sozin, and then Ozai is a little bit more batshit crazy than, than Azulon and then you get Azula who's just
1: batshit fucking
2: crazy. Yeah, right? Right. right.
1: Yeah. And it's Yeah, and then Zuko's just
0: like the one to have to stop the cycle. Right. Yeah. But Ozai isn't like crazy crazy. He's like, he's like- He's power hungry. Power hungry and like
1: and I would say even a Zulon and, uh, is just ruthless, not necessarily crazy. No, right.
0: Ozai. Ozai is really ruthless
2: too. I I, th- th- I think Ozai is crazy and ruthless. Right. I think a Zulon might be ruthless but not crazy. So yes, yeah, but like a, comp- compounding
1: yeah, it's every a compounding
2: effect. It's a compounding. I think right,
0: yeah. the ruthlessness is a an effect of being crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, like yes. yeah, like a side effect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's he's ruthless because this guy's fucking. He's not right in the head. Yeah.
1: Right. That makes sense, and we see a lot of that with Azula in this book. Right, a lot of it, a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah,
0: so this this book is filled with flashbacks. So we see what we saw in the show when when um, Ursa is banished, and she goes and 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 tells Zuko, "Never forget who you are." Um, and, but we also see right before that, she, she was in Azula's room, and she, she kissed her and mm-hmm. said goodbye. It was right? like, uh, Ursa always loved Azula, too, even though, you know, you hear she's like, what's wrong with that child? But Ursa loved loved both of her kids. Yeah. and I don't
1: think that's why she went crazy.
0: No, but- Or was but, a monster. But it plays part into what Azula thought. She was incorrect. This whole time, you know Azula's- In the wrong because she doesn't understand that her mother loved her. Yeah, right. She she never understood that, but we we understand that her mother did love her.
1: We get to see her go through learning that in this book. And one thing that we need to touch on real quick that sets up a lot of the stuff later in the story is that when Ursa was taken from her village and I came, you know, they had just proposed like the day before. Ikeem was so heartbroken, we learned that he goes off to the Forgetful Valley, which is where a lot of people go that are heartbroken to try to forget their past. Right. 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 So he goes back down to the Forgetful Valley, and then we never see him again. Yeah, we see uh, just little... There's no
2: dialogue, actually. It's all just just panels of art uh, of him going through and, and surviving, uh, chopping wood, creating you know, a, little, a hut. little hut and whatnot. So he's getting away from his home village to kind of cope with the loss of ursa
0: is this yes. is the forgetful valley on that island yeah yeah it
2: like yeah it, it seems like it's just like How right big outside is the of island town. oh um last time i was there it was uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know uh, <laughs> forgetful like... valley is just a five minute uber down there. Come on,
0: dude. <laughs> i'm sorry sorry i had a question <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> so- <laughs> You should be, you should be sorry
2: uh, Anyway, um, before they go on to the this uh, adventure to go find Ursa um, Iroh decides to, or, or he accepts um...
1: Zuko tells him that Iro's in charge while he's gone
2: Yeah, there we go, there we go yeah. So I- Iroh is the interim fire lord And <laughs> one of his first orders is to make a national tea day because that's why everyone is so angry because no, not enough tea in the world. I love that. And <laughs> I love that
1: scene too because what he does is he, in this scene, he's taking a spear from a soldier. Like it shows him like viciously grabbing it and then putting a cup of tea in his hand instead. <laughs> he's like, put down your weapons and enjoy yeah, it. Yeah. Some tea. <laughs> Some tea. So that's cool. Yeah, I like that part.
2: I think I, think I would make a great Fire Lord. Um, I think he would too, but I don't think it's his destiny. No, yeah, definitely it's not. not. It's not. I, it
1: would just be a fun little like. I want to see a fan fiction on it or something. A fan fiction, that'd yeah, be, that'd be dope. I, I, I like
2: Iroh's character because he becomes a like a a background character after the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even in Cora, he's a he's just a background character, right. and he's like he's like one of those guys. Have you ever had a friend, or maybe you have like a a, a dad or whatnot that just sits back and is like. I like my children and their friends. I like watching them play. You know, yeah. like that's that's how he is. He yeah. just sits back and he he revels in uh, the joy of his right. offspring or his nephew That's and kinda, their friends
0: isn't that kind of the point. That's what he says before he takes. I don't know before he reconquers Bossing. Say he's like, I'm gonna make tea every day after I'm done with this shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's well, like let's knock this out. What I like about
1: from the book though is that like we still get that little bit of Iroh, even though he's in the background on it because right. like they're all saying, well, no, she can't come with us untethered. Like she's crazy. Like we can't allow Zula to come with us untethered. And and Iro's the one to say, you know. Zuko's been looking for peace. Maybe this will bring it to him and not only to himself, saying Azula needs this too. Azula right. needs to go on this trip to try to find her peace. Right. So, and then, and so then Aang's like, okay, fine. She can come because of what Iroh said. Right. So I was like, all right. Iroh's still right. plugging away with the wisdom, dude. Dude, your dad is Iroh. I'm- <laughs> he, he really is. So,
2: anyway, so they go on this, this, uh, uh, they're on Appa, and they're flying to this town of, Hira, I'm I'm just gonna say Ursa's home village. Hira,
1: Hira, yeah, we do need to get a little further into the story because we yep. haven't even gotten to the island. I already. know, right?
2: <laughs> so on the way, uh, uh one of the things we were referencing is is the the way spirits affects, especially the Avatar. Um On their way there, Aang looks like uh, he's just angry. He's got this angry look on his face, like he's taking a Mad dump or something, (laughs) (laughs) and they're trying to figure out what is wrong with them. And there's apparently in the area there's a a spirit that has a a mad face
1: on its chest or whatnot, right? It's yeah, kind of like how a moth makes it look like it has big eyes on its thing. Like this wolf spirit has a big angry eyes on its chest, right?
2: So it it's showing, and one of the things that they were that Michael, I think Michael. Dante, Dante DiMartino Di Martino, mm-hmm. uh, was saying how uh, they were fleshing out the the whole idea of how spirits affect the avatar and and vice versa and and this is what they're talking about how he, it actually affects the physical aspect of the avatar.
1: Yeah, especially especially like this one where it's a visual facial thing right. and like the, I think the the it affecting Aang's face uh, his face specifically is important to the context of the book. Right, because faces and like we were saying, masks is a big part of the story. Okay, I like how Azula dives off Apep. I
2: like the, ar- dude, the artwork. artwork Azula so, can fucking so fly. I see. I, yeah. <laughs> I was
1: like, what? Why did she just jump off? I think she because she, she can knew tenta. she knew. Well, I think it's because she knew Aang would jump down and save her, and and pad the fall. You I think, think so. Yeah, I think I think th- she's, I a, think she's I think smart she's enough. A crazy. No, no, yeah.
0: like yeah. no she she can she can land. She can well, jet I guess. Step. Yeah, we, yeah. See,
1: we see Zuko do it right there. Or she, we see her do it right there actually. You're right. That's exactly how she lands. She jet steps. <laughs> Shh, this guy. This yeah, guy. Zuko
0: can or Az- Azuko. I do that all the time. Azula. Azula Azuko can fucking
2: fly. What kind of what kind of fan fiction you read? Now? Whoa, <laughs> It's a hentai. Okay. It's, a, the, it's not hentai.
0: Um if uh, <laughs> Avatar took place in Alabama who <laughs> shot fired.
2: <Whoops. laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Someone else take the story
1: away from me. So tired um, not, not me. All right. So basically where they're going is, they're, like we said, we're going back to Ursa's home village. We still don't know what's in this letter that Azula got from uh, the Fire Lord's chambers, the secret chamber. That's her collateral to keep her chain free. She says, you need me because I have this information. Right. So oh, yeah. we know what the letter is. We've already talked about the letter. Uh, but at this time, they don't know what it is. So the, the only thing we know so far is that they're heading to the village to try to find clues. And the first place that they start is with – they walk into the town. It's a big combustion – Oh, com- they
0: straight up fight the spirit.
1: Yeah, dude. The oppa fights the wolf spirit. Yeah, Oppa fights the wolf spirit, which is pretty nuts. Cause I like seeing Oppa throw down. Cause the, okay, so one thing about the wolf spirit too, if you haven't read the book, is that it's just as big as Appa, it looks like. Right? Giant yeah. blue –
2: Wolf spirit,
1: yeah. What do they what does uh soccer call it in this panel? He calls it a, a mega, a mega animal no. battle, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he, he calls <laughs> it he said, giant animal, spirit animal mega brawl, mega brawl. Yeah, a <laughs> mega brawl
2: between them. Uh, the panel where oppa comes in and fights the spirit, like begins to fight the spirit, is dope. I like that.
1: I like yeah. the artwork. I like how just adding lines to the, like, and blurring the, the background makes, you give the impression of speed. Of movement. And movement. Yeah. 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 Really cool.
0: It's an anime trick. Your first time reading, like, <laughs> like looking at. No, art. but I just, I'm <laughs> saying, with,
1: like, Appa, you can <laughs> see Jerk. the, you can see the speed.
0: Like, you can see it. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to see this animated. I want to yeah, see, yeah, goes, I want to see more spirit fights. I want to see this fox f- fight bye. Hey, would whoop him. Hey, by would whoop him. He's wood, like wood, he's, wood, he's wood, like three times his size. Oh, and he can yell energy or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, at some point,
2: Appa gets the other upper hand on this wolf spirit. So the the wolf spirit decides to vomit. Uh, what are these called? The moth wasps. Yeah,
0: And they're just big glowy moth wasps. It's disgusting. This I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This whole thing just reminds me that. You know, Korra can heal spirits, and then it's like Karuk. He's like, "Huh, I've just been killing them." <laughs> <laughs> like they, like if only Aang knew how to fucking heal these spirits. Instead, right. instead he's like, "Appa, fucking get him," <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Channeling Karuk. Shit, man. So, but back to the story, and it started vomiting the butterflies or whatever. The moth wasps. Moth Actually, wasp. I, think,
1: I think uh Austin was telling the story. Well, yeah, the only thing, just to finish this up, the way that they escaped the, the fox and the moth wasp was that Azula shoots a giant um, lightning bolt, like a lightning ball, and the moths start following it because they're attracted to light. Right. You know, so I thought that was kind of funny. That's how they get out of it. <laughs> but the whole point of this, right, is that they were on their way to Ursa's home village that we can't pronounce. Uh, once. She- <laughs> they, yeah, we can't. Yeah. We're terrible, man. We are terrible. Once we once they get there, they see. Well, they're like, well, I thought this was supposed to be a small, quiet town. What's all this commotion going on? Love amongst the dragons is actually being uh. There, there's a play going on right now for it. Oh shit. Okay. So they get there, and uh, and I think what ends up happening is they end up getting introduced to the director of the acting troupe that Ursa was in at one point. Who is the his name is Norin. Norin. Yeah. Right. Um, who actually ends up becoming a big character in the book. But at this point, we're basically just learning about... The history of the acting troupe is really all we're learning right now. I think it has a flashback. Is that what yeah, we're seeing? So, um,
2: at, at some point, before they get to the, the town, there's a flashback. Uh, and it is... It, it kind of shows how how early um, Azula became ruthless. Oh, uh, yeah. and, and and then it, it goes into Ozai, uh, how he conscribed, I guess, or or hired somebody someone from the that uh Yuyan, the, the archers oh, yeah. to go to go kill Ikum. Because he thinks that Zuko is is not his or whatnot. Or he 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 thinks Ursa is still in love with Ikum, which she is. Uh, so she go he goes and, and tries to have him killed. What's interesting is the character that uh that uh is part of the Yuyan clan or Yuyan archers is now part of the
1: rough rhinos. The rough rhinos. Yeah, this guy's part of. The, he's he's oh, actually is one. Of the, so yeah, uh, they name his his name in he, the in he, the creator comments. I can't remember his name. Yeah, he does have a name. Oh really? But he's
2: part of the he's part of the rough rhinos. And what the creators wanted to flesh out how he became because he has the the markings of the Yuyan Archer archers the tattoo. Right. The tattoo. Yeah. So they're like, how did he become a mercenary when he was part of this elite group of of archers? Well, it, it turns out that he tried to find Ecom in this forgetful valley and it was just, he was met with a bunch of spirits that whooped his ass. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when he, when he came back and he told Ozai that, that he, he couldn't find, uh, Ecom, that he's definitely dead, he, Ozai is like, you know, I, I forgive you, but now you gotta go and, and give your resignation to him because you're not part of the elite group of young archers anymore. Damn. Yeah. yeah. He's like,
1: all right, you didn't find him. You have to resign from your job. Yep. Cold. So, anyway, that was uh, one of the I like they they use this book to really tie up a lot of things actually. They really really like do. little side things like that. Right. Like like what
0: is well, let's explain this guy? This is why these comics are fucking dope. And that, this is why you need to get the library edition. Yes. Well, you
2: get that extra information on right. on why like like I wouldn't have known who this guy was.
1: No. I had no yeah. idea
2: who that guy was. I would have just thought You whatever. didn't know who that guy I was didn't, didn't until until I, I, right
0: did, now.
1: <laughs> Cuz you didn't read the, the, library, <laughs> the edition. library edition. The library edition. You're gonna so, have to take the library edition. I like there, how sure.
0: I like how in one of these flashbacks we see the scene where where Ozai tells tells Azula and Zuko he says Azula's born lucky. You're yeah. lucky to be born. We yeah. Oh yeah. And Zuko mentions That's that in savage, the show, man.
2: That is disgusting. Yeah, Zuko
1: savage. mentioned that, but this is the we get to see it right, like almost right. actually happen now. We get to see that dialogue. Man, these
0: kids had no chance right. of having a regular fucking. Yeah, that,
2: they're having in this flashback. Ozai is uh, they're having dinner, and Azula is talking about her her teacher and how he's an idiot. And then Zuko, oh, Zuko yeah. tries to correct her, and he and he says, "How dare you correct your sister when she's a few years younger than you and she's already mastered fourteen more uh, forms forms than right. you?" So I thought that was really cool.
1: We basically see like the light switch or the switch flip on Zuko at that point. Yeah, this is where it started. Right, the rivalry. I um, mean, not necessarily the rivalry where Ozai turns on Zuko finally. Right, right, right.
2: Well, I think at that point he knows or or he thinks that Zuko is not his kid. This
1: is the dinner following the finding of the letter. So this all yes. this is a, takes place in the same day. The same day. Yeah. yeah. And so, so there's some there's some uh, heat on on the tip of his tongue when he's
2: talking to these kids for sure.
1: That, that leads into, we can just follow that kind of forward actually, that leads into this discussion with Ozai and Ursa about banishment and Zuko's life and Ursa's life and what happens there and how Ursa struck a deal with Ozai to keep them both alive. Right. It's in this book we, we find out what actually
2: happens. Right. Why why she was banished, what she did to get banished.
1: It's kind of a big thing, so I think let's we should probably talk about let's it. Let's right? talk about it. Ricky, do you want to drop it? We
0: talk about it in the Avatar Trivia episode, <laughs> what she does. So when uh, Ozai tries to usurp Iroh for the throne, Azulon punishes him because Iroh is going through the loss of loss of his son. Lu 10 So Azulon tells Iroh, as we hear from Azula, that you have to feel the loss of your firstborn son. So you have to kill Zuko. Which is really fucked up. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is pretty fucked yeah, up. but like, when you think of it, from, from Ozai's perspective, he doesn't give a shit because he doesn't even think Zuko's him. Yeah, no, okay. So I, I
2: think I think he does give a shit. Okay, you think he does? I think he, I think this whole thing about honor and stuff and stuff like that. He dishonored his father by requesting to usurp Iroh, who, yeah. who who just lost his his firstborn. One of the panels that says, "I have to. Ch- uh, I have no choice. Refusing the the Fire Lord's command is treason." So he doesn't want to be charged with treason, so he has to kill
1: his son. Yeah, well, kind and of, at this point, when Azulon told Ozai that he didn't know this, this conversation took place prior to the letter being found, so he still probably cared at that point. Now that he found this letter, it probably makes it easier. I don't think he cared, not necessarily cared. He just didn't. He didn't hate. <laughs> he, yeah, he didn't have a problem with doing it. Right, right, right. So, and now this just made it easier to justify finding this letter, saying that. He's not his son. Zuko's not Ozai's son.
2: She tried to say that she would leave after she gave him the the poison. poison. The poison. She was trying to take both Azula and Zuko. Well, with her. Wait, so
1: the deal was that she'll give Ozai a poison to that, kill Azulon To kill a Zulan that is odorless, smellless, untraceable. Just seems like you fell asleep and didn't wake up. Right. The reason she knows that is because her mom was an herbalist back in the in their hometown. Right, so yeah. the deal is, I'll give you this secret poison. Ozai says, "You got a deal, but you have to leave because otherwise, it'll be soon before I'm the right. one with this poison." Right. So he says, "You have to leave." Just she kind of, tries kind of smart. It is actually honestly. really smart. It was a good move, especially since he probably like just hates her at this point, right? Because all these letters, right? So she makes a deal. Then they get to your point where you're saying that she was trying to take them with her, take uh, Ozai or. Ozai, Azula, and, and Zuko with her in, the, in her banishment. Do you think Azula would have been different if
2: uh, she went with Ursa? Yeah. Like nature versus nurture? Yeah. Kind of thing? Definitely. Definitely.
1: I don't know. I don't think she would have gone. You don't think so? Hmm. Yeah, think, you're That's right. a good point. Yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> Zuko would have gone. Zuko would have gone. Zuko would have gone. Well, Ozai says, Mm-mm, that's my collateral. I'll keep Zuko al-. Zuko specifically, he's saying, to make sure you never come back, I'll assure you that they are safe. But Zuko stays here. That's that's my, mm. I think he uses the word collateral. Yeah. Like yeah. that's how, that's part of the deal is to make sure you never come back. I'm keeping him alive. Yeah. If you do come
0: back, you're both dead. <laughs> that's what he <it> says. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep him. He even says you're I'll, both dead just like yeah. your precious boyfriend. He. Oh uh, my God, man. He's like, I'll keep, I'll keep him alive and save. He might catch a couple fireballs to the face though. Right. You he know?
2: said no harm would come to them, which is a mm. fucking lie. That's true. He did go back on his word.
0: Dishonorable, right, fucking Ozai, Ozai mass murderer, but also a liar. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I draw the line. Okay.
2: So during this flashback, you do see uh, the the moment um, in Atla where she leaves and tells Zuko to not to never forget who he is. So you get before that, she goes and she kisses uh, Azula goodbye, mm-hmm. went while she's sleeping. I thought that was you referenced that earlier. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a cool little reference. Yes.
1: That's what I'm saying. I don't think it was because she didn't get love enough. I really don't think that's it. you know what.
0: In all these flashbacks, it's almost like Ursa is like the main character. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Mm,
1: nope. So that so the flashback. That's basically the main story of the flashback, right? From there, they're you know they they're walking around this Fire Nation village. all in their Fire Nation disguises as they were. Aang's got the bandana on his head that hides his, just the tip of his. Which is, yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> so dumb. Well, they say that she's. Uh, 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 Katara says that. She goes, this worked better when you had hair. Yeah, right. Because when, yeah, on that, you know, at the time he had hair. So anyway. So they meet the this troop, this acting troupe, and they
2: get invited because they start a- asking about Ursa and they get invited back to their house, right? Yeah. They meet the director, Norin. Norin. And then Norin takes him to see his family.
0: Noriko. Noriko. And i going to butcher this name. Kiyi. Kiyi. K- K- yeah, K I Y I. Kiyi? It's even hard to say how, <laughs> it's hard right. to spell. K- Kiyi. They're nice people. They're Yeah, they're, so so they're Norin
1: nice and Noriko and Kiyi, they're kind of the family that runs this acting troupe that was playing Love of the Love Amongst the Dragons, which we know is Ursa's old acting troupe and her old favorite player. We're only halfway through. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like literally halfway through the Thankfully world. Yeah. it yeah. does pick
1: up a little bit but we, Do you need to kind of let's let's do it? Let's do it. So,
0: so, uh, they tell them about the forgetful valley, correct? Yeah, it's them. It's them that says, Go to the forgetful valley to find what did what do they tell them? That
1: well, I think what they tell them is that uh, went or excuse me, Akeem went to the forgetful valley, and that when Ursa came back, nobody had seen her, but they they suspect they kind of think, Oh, she probably went to go low form, right? So, they start going to the forgetful valley too. Okay. When they get there they start seeing like they did with the blue fox spirit faces on everything on everything everything every, Rocks, every tree trees. every frog uh, there's like a squirrel frog in there yeah, yeah. there's actually a bunch of new animals in this book which we can hopefully we'll see in peace of Nation, right
0: and they mention a possum pigeon i don't know what the fuck <laughs> that is
1: yeah I'll, I'll all these
2: pages are just basically fight scenes.
1: Uh, they get in there, though, and they think that all of a sudden the force is attacking them because they find a pool of water, and Azula sees Ursa's reflection in it and starts lightning zapping it. Right. And and so then all of a sudden they think that the force gets angry with them. Ang's like, this is a spiritual place. We can't attack this. It's this. the swamp. Yeah. It's the swamp. right? Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and Azula immediately just starts destroying shit, right? So then they think that the force is attacking them. What we end up finding out is that it's actually a water bender that's bending plants— um, at them and Katara draws this conclusion because one of the throwing stars is like a flower and it's frozen solid on the inside so she's like oh this is a waterbender That's doing bad this badass by the way
2: yeah you, oh my
0: <laughs>
1: god a frozen flower I'm just gonna use as a shuriken
0: yeah oh shuriken there you <laughs> go. Jesus um, what if what if what if they did that but like it had no effect like it's like it lands a hit and it's just like <laughs> it just turns into dust it just dust. cool <laughs> it like squeaks <laughs> yep yep I really like how they
2: drew Katara in this book. Like, yeah, she looks good. Uh, she looks really, really good. She looks older. She looks like she's about 16, 17 in this book. Yeah, yeah.
1: Everybody looks just a little bit. Well, old. yeah. Not except Sokka. for Z- exactly not Sokka. except for Sokka. and Zuko actually, and and Katara mostly look, look a little bit older. But yeah, uh, I, I agree. Uh,
2: the sweetie thing that keeps on happening—it's—it's it's nails on a chalkboard to me, dude.
1: Well, I'm on Sokka's team, dude. I'm like,
0: I'd rather not see that yeah man. it really gives me oogies <laughs> it's it,
2: i don't know man because it it, it it just they're they're kids and it really yeah. kind of just i don't know it just gets to me it is a
1: little weird uh but these two um so the waterbender that was attacking him in the swamp or in the in this forgetful valley right um it's actually a brother and sister one of which is wearing a mask um,
2: looks like like the mask from the mask yeah, it's like a wooden mask. It's like a wooden mask. Well, yeah. it's
0: the same. It's it's also the the plant swamp guy. He has like a mask. a Wooden uh, mask. Oh yeah. Yeah. It yeah, it actually is that mask. Yeah, no, it, is, it looks. Them, it's not. It's not, like, it's not the same. Not but it looks mask, like. But it looks exactly like it looks the same.
1: Yeah, it's basically just a wooden face with just eye holes. Is all yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> which is which is weird. Later we'll find out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't fucking think about that. I mean, why does
2: Toph have the thing when her rock golem stance? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like anyway. Oh yeah. (laughs) That is weird. We'll get into that. We'll get into that later. The brother and
1: sister being Rafa and Misu from the Northern Water Tribe. Right.
2: So, uh, you want? We want to talk about Rafa and Misu, Ricky, and who they are. I I can lay (laughs) it out. They're from the Northern
1: Water Tribe, and basically, what ends up happening is uh, Rafa, the brother is like a master thief. He never kept anything, but he'd always steal from nobles or, or high political figures and would steal their shit just to sh- prove that he could. Right. One day, he he uh, uh, Misu finds him, after out stealing stuff, disfigured on top of a mountainside. His face is disfigured. His face is disfigured. She thinks it finally caught up to him all his years of stealing. Now I need to find a way to heal him. Right, because right. and and at this and, and, and protect him too, because he has he's he's disfigured as far as we know, right. Which is why he's wearing the mask now in the swamp. We learn that in their efforts to 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 heal him or fix him, uh, fix Rafa, uh, Misu is studying Northern Water Tribe scrolls and learns of a spirit in the Forgetful Valley that can help restore people's faces, right. Which is what brought them there. She
2: also she studies up uh, uh, combat. Water combat because being from the
1: Northern Water Tribe, she is not allowed to practice right. combat.
2: Yeah. Because she's a female.
1: And Katara even says that she goes, Oh, because you're only allowed to heal in the Northern Water Tribe or right. in the Water Tribes. Right, right. So she's like, Yeah, I think at that point they kind of, uh, Katara immediately like respected her. Right. It's like, Oh, yeah, you're just doing what you should have been doing.
2: I thought it was, honestly, when, when I'm reading, I thought it was Hama for some reason. Like okay. I was like why is why is Hama doing it cuz you, you see her and I was like oh Hama what the shit
1: they do kind of look similar very she similar, similar. Yeah. yeah a little less crazy looking <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: okay so uh we got uh, Rafa and Misu uh, and the the reason that they they kind of attack the gang is because um, the pools of water need to be calm right yeah undisturbed undisturbed because this blue uh this blue spirit fox goes to one of... uh, There's
1: four ponds. Four pawns?
2: Yeah. Um, And whatever... And he drinks from that pond, and whatever pawn he drinks from, the big spirit...
1: The spirit that they were looking the for that, in the scrolls that, that she read. Yeah, that's the where... Mother they, the mother of faces appears. Well, we, we don't know that at this point. Right. But that's who it ends up being. It, Spoilers, Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the mother of faces. Mother of
2: faces, yeah. So um, they basically kind of...
1: Go around trying to find the mother faces at that point. So what's interesting about this is that the next part of the story is that they're like, oh, we're at the wrong, we're at the wrong, we're at the wrong watering hole. Aang goes into the spirit world, crosses over into the spirit world, and says, he goes, I'm gonna go find this. Gotcha, fam. Yeah. So he crosses over. One of the spirits that they met, and one of the animals that they met in the real world is actually there. And brings him to the Mother of Faces, right? Uh, and they talk. He's actually talking to him, and he rides on the back of him. He finds the
2: the Blue Spirit Fox, or yeah, or it, takes, wolf. it
1: takes him to the Blue Spirit Wolf. wolf blue yeah.
2: Spirit Wolf, and then uh, the Spirit Wolf goes to drink from a certain pond, and he's like, "No, don't drink from this pond. Go over here. We need you over at this pond." And then the Mother of Faces shows up and is like, "Who the, who the hell is riding my wolf? And how dare you tell him where to go?"
1: Yeah.
0: Basically, <laughs> yeah, it's the
1: Mother of Faces uh, pet. The pet Mother spirit. of Faces
0: looks fucking sick. Oh, my God.
1: So in the
2: the book, there's um, annotations on the side about how the uh, Studio Ghibli films inspired pretty much all of Avatar. And this is very evident with uh, the Mother of Faces. I think uh, what is the, the movie Princess Mononoke? Yeah, you're <laughs> you're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> the the forest spirit guy. from Princess Mononoke is is very similar and
1: yeah, and influenced by um, um, Hindu uh, goddess uh, Vishnu. I think it's pronounced. Uh, it's the one with multiple faces. There's a lot of influence from a lot of different uh, sources on this, but
0: I think they did a really good job. Something on it. from the annotations: why you should buy the library edition. Yeah, right. This art right here of Zuko redirecting. Lightning, and you can the way they drew it, you can see the lightning coursing through his body is fucking sick. Oh my god! Okay, I just had to make that point. It is really cool. That's fucking dope. Where the
1: where the story goes from here though is basically so what we learn is that the Mother Faces only grants one request a year or a season to humans, right? Azula, they want to give this request even though they're there to find out about Ursa. They want to give this request too, Rafa and Misu have been looking for for years for years for this spirit, um, and instead Zula just barges in and asks us who's Ursa and where is she at, right? And steals that from her. right? Dick. Steals their um, wish. Yeah, we end up Aang ends up reconciling the thing, and they get their wish anyway. And well, I guess I, that's kind I, of an that's, important, that topic. Is important. That is important. But it's an important. It's not something we can brush over. Um. <laughs> so we said this wasn't going to be a read through, but we're actually telling the story now. <laughs> like we've been telling the story for an hour. Uh, and this is actually one of the most important things to the story. So the the reason, the way that Rafa got disfigured when we see his mask actually fall off in a fight with a bunch of, because the, the mother of faces gets upset and all the forest does start attacking them. Right. In that struggle, the mask comes off of Rafu. Right. Rafa. Rafa. And uh, reveals he has no face. Right. We know who, who did it, it was, at that point. It was stolen by Ko, the face
2: stealer. Yeah. Who happens to be, or uh, Mother of Faces is, is the mother of. Yeah. The Ko drink.
1: is the Mother of Faces' son. That sounds right. The way I said it was weird. <laughs> uh, which actually is a good, which, so Aang says that out loud, the Mother of Faces in her little spirit pond, how do she, how do you know Ko? Yeah, hears that and goes, and she I'm actually, she actually grabs Rafa's, name? she grabs Rafa's Martha? face and says, <laughs> What do you guys, is this some kind of inside joke? <laughs> Batman v Superman? <laughs> oh, no. <I'm> Good. <laughs> He's like, like uh, just take take care of Martha.
2: How do you know that name? <laughs> like, why? What the hell? Why are you yelling at me like that? <laughs> God.
1: Uh,
2: Code uh, the uh, face dealer.
1: Why do you know that name? <laughs> Chill out, absurdly, Batman. Like aggressive about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where are you? <laughs> uh, she grabs off face and goes I th- I can tell this is his handiwork.
0: This yeah, this this is his his handiwork. Yeah. Sure. And she actually gives him his face back. Okay, this is this is what bothers me. And uh, now I need to know how do like spirits do sp- all spirits have like offspring? How do they I don't I don't understand maybe this, like the a lineage. Asexually? I don't maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So this opens up like a can of worms. Like of the what's Gremlins. going on? Get,
2: once it
1: gets sp-
0: water, <laughs> <laughs> they start,
1: they start popping out. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's I don't a, know. they're They're spirits. They could just like, like, uh like an amoeba or whatever it is. You know, just like split. I guess I don't create I don't another know. being. I don't, Breichel, know. I don't know. Breichel. We need to know. We need we to know. know. We, we need, to need to know. scientific information evidence information. on how these exactly. spirits come to be. Uh,
2: <laughs> so again, because this was done during season two of Korra, this was being written during season two of Korra uh one of the way the way that uh the mother faces changes your face is through touch so what we learn from uh, ii in uh the one episodes is that spirits can inhabit humans and it affects them physically yeah and this is this is the way that mother the mother faces changes uh, the look and apparently um, the memory of whoever she touches she can yeah she which, can. which
1: actually brings us into the next point of the story like the next big bomb that they drop in the story is that when ursa came back to her village she's banished right she goes back to her home village and she finds norin the right. director that we met earlier in the story with his family uh, Nariko and kiki right? right she runs into norin as we learn from the mother of spirits or actually, we learned this from, so we, Mother of Spirits gives us a clue, and then and then we learn yeah, or Mother of Faces. Did I say Mother of Spirits? Yeah. yeah. She's the Mother of A-Spirit. <laughs> um, is that uh, uh, Norin is actually Akeem, which is Ursa's first love. Right. Who did go to the Forgetful Valley and did find the Mother of Faces and got a new face. Right. So he could have a new identity, right. because everybody said... Ikeem and Ursa, and he didn't want to have that association anymore since Ursa was now taken from him. Right. So he's just looking for a new life, and he became Norrin.
2: So you don't find out until until um, when Norin takes Ursa to the Forgetful Valley. You don't really find out that uh, she can change the the memory uh, until then. Yeah. So it's weird. It's weird that Norrin or Ekam didn't choose to forget Ursa in the same way that Ursa chose to forget. Azula and so. Zuko.
1: I thought that was nuts. I was like, she was like, because because the mother of faces is like like so so Akeem and Ursa find the mother of faces again, which makes me wonder like what the hell were Rafa and Misu doing if they couldn't find her and these two people found them twice. You yeah. know, like <laughs> I didn't <laughs> think about that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so they find them and it's like she's like immediately is just like, wait, you can make me forget them? Okay. Yeah. Let's and do like it. just did it. So she gives her a new nah, face I don't know and if it gives was, her a was, new
2: memory. I don't know if it was that that instant she kind of had you know uh hesitation forgetting yeah that's true she did a little bit a little bit of hesitation she did
1: hesitate a lot a lot less than she probably should have but she did have some hesitation i mean i guess (laughs) she didn't really have like time to deliberate on it yeah right either it was pretty nuts to learn that ursa actually forgot them that's why when when we met noriko so ursa becomes noriko yeah that's so when we meet norrin and noriko in the in the village for the first time that the gang gets there, it's actually Ursa and Hakim, and they just don't know it because they got new faces. Ikum? sounds like you're saying Hakim, like Elajawan. Is is I say Ikum. <laughs> Ikum, you
2: say Hakim. Is Ki-i, am I saying Akeem? Yeah. Is
0: Ki Ursa's daughter? Yes. So that makes Ki-i her
2: is Noriko's daughter.
0: Right, right. Noriko's daughter. So that makes her. If you want to get technical, yes. yes that makes her good. Zuko's sister. He, Stepsister, half Half-sister. Sis- half half sister. And Zuko
1: actually says that at the end of the book. He goes, I'm excited to learn. He goes, go on. Because like, it's a long story. And he goes, go on. I'm excited. Like, I want to learn more about my mother. Oh, um, that's at the very end. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. my new sister.
2: I definitely skimmed past
0: that part. I didn't yeah, see that. It's the end. The end yeah. end? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's it's like literally, I think, like one of the last panels. I really like how, how
2: um, Ursa looks like uh, Azula. Or Azula looks like Ursa. I
1: yeah.
0: like how they did that.
1: Yeah, I agree. Well, and so also just to wrap, to tie that off too, Azula ends up getting away. She escapes.
0: Oh yeah! By the end of this, she tries to go and kill Nariko.
1: Yeah. when she finds out that Nariko yeah.
0: is Ursa, just with a new face and new
1: mind, she tries to go kill them. She
2: yeah. When when the mother faces, lets it known that Nariko is is actually Ursa. She she bounces pretty fast.
1: Yeah. What I liked about this scene too is that when when Azula does show up to meet uh, Noriko and like give her her demise, basically, mm-hmm. Noriko's like, "I have no idea what you're talking about, right?" Because she doesn't legitimately. She goes, "But if you're my daughter and I didn't love you enough, then I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I didn't love you enough." So it's yeah. still
0: it's still Ursa, like it's in still, her she, heart. No,
2: she, she in her heart she yeah. doesn't
0: she doesn't know right. Azula, right? But but it's still Ursa. It's the yeah. same person her heart yeah, is still the same yeah, right yeah correct right
1: she and she even says the same thing to Zuko before I'm, I'm sorry I didn't love you enough I didn't, I didn't love you enough what ends up happening after this is that they go the mother of faces uh Aang still they're still, still talking in the in the in the forgetful valley right cuz at this point it was just Zuko and Sokka that went back to go fight right. Um, right Fight Azula at at the village right so Aang is still talking to the mother of faces and the mother and they're talking about co and this and that, right? It doesn't really give us that details. It actually kind of leaves you to assume this right. in the in the comic. But the mother faces actually ends up coming to the village, and restoring Ursa's face and memories. See that was that was one of the, the problems that I had. I,
2: it was it happened. It was very wham bam, thank you ma'am kind of thing. Yeah, like, I agree. Like how how do we go from all this chaos in inside the uh, uh, Nariko's home? Uh, To all of a sudden, she's uh, changing back to Ursa. Uh, It it was it It, it ends swiftly, like from from one page to the next. It was like oh yeah, all we get is
1: Ang telling Mother of Spirit, uh, Mother of Faces, um, we're trying to restore a relationship between a brother and sister and a and a son and a and a mother, mother, right? And then it just gives you an ellipsis, a little cliffhanger, and then the next thing we know, she's in the village restoring Ursa's face and memories.
2: Um, did you think that? What is it, Rafa? I thought it was like Hakoda.
1: It dude, it,
0: it looks like him. It looks a lot like him. like yeah.
1: Hakoda. Why? Why is Hakoda there? They have Holy like shit. Three models for for <laughs> air, for <laughs> northern yeah. uh, male, northern water tribe males, and that's one of them.
0: Right. <laughs> Even though Hakoda's from the southern water tribe, you fucking
1: or water tribe nationalist. This guy, God. In general,
0: I mean, does that that kind of wraps up the? Well, that story, wraps up the though.
1: kind yeah. of, but really. there's a lot well, that we can talk about here in the end.
2: Not really. So, um, uh, at this point in the story, after um, No-Face Hakoda uh, gets his face back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rafa. <laughs> Rafa. After yeah. Rafa gets his
1: face back,
2: uh, Zuko is is in uh, Noriko Norin's home. And they hear a bunch of uh, crashing going up on top of the roof. And it apparently is Azula and Sokka fighting.
0: So, this... I, I did like this because... Sokka kind of holds his own he against, against Azula. I mean, obviously Azula eventually breaks in. So there's, so, there's But it implies that Sokka hold, held his own against Azula. So
1: there's actually a creator note on the side of this that says, because when, when she comes into the building, she goes, what are you going to do to me, boomerang boy, or something like that? And he goes, this. And then the boomerang hits her in the head. In the back of the head, yeah. And she, he already threw it, and it was just waiting to come back around. And she didn't know it. The creator notes on the side say Sokka is to the gang as Hawkeye is to the Avengers. Avengers, yeah. Just somebody without powers that hangs with the best and can hold his own. Like, literally, that's in the creator Damn. notes on the side. Yeah,
2: so one of the things that, that Ricky has been wanting to talk about is is like Azula a, a redemption arc. I I think that Azula is like the Loki of, of the group. Right. Loki has his own motives and stuff like that that, that he wants to accomplish, and I think Zula, Azula is the same. And I think she has the capability. She has the capability to be good, but I think it's going to take her being good on her own to really have that kind of
0: redemption. Uh huh. I don't know. I don't know if I want to see an Azula redemption. I don't. I don't know. Where does her canon end? As we we, we don't. It it hasn't. It hasn't. Is it in she Smoke and Shadow? she reappears in Smoke and Shadow. Um, but it hasn't, there's no conclusion. So they're leaving it. that open right it's now. It's still open. Well,
2: the whole the whole thing is about her destiny. Like, Ursa keeps on talking about her destiny, and like, this is not it. Your destiny lies elsewhere. Actually. But it never says what her destiny it is, just, it is. It lies elsewhere. We don't know.
0: Ooh, just a little side note Faith Aaron Hicks, the writer of uh, Toff's NBA and Qatar, she said, uh, watching that, that live read, she was like, I really want to write for Azula. Yeah. She's such a cool character. Yeah. She oh, cool character. God. I, I want it.
1: I don't think so. On the redemption arc thing, I she can't have one. I I don't want I don't her don't to. So. I don't want
0: her to have one because Zuko's is perfect, and I like. I don't want it read read done again. I you like know? the
1: contrast of Zuka to Azula. Uh, like that's, that's 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 pivotal to to Zuko's story. Right, right, right. To give her like a, a, a redemption arc too, I don't think it would be good story writing. It's going but, to happen. If, if I think it adds okay. a lot of depth to the story, if you let her just be a villain. Just let her be a villain. I think if or, she or doesn't
0: if, get a redemption arc, she should die.
1: Maybe
2: that is her redemption arc.
1: Or is she in death? Or she does a, a Thanos and just goes lives off by herself no. quietly somewhere.
0: Nope, that's not Azula.
1: Or maybe she
2: does like the Finn thing from episode eight and, you know, dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, that didn't happen, did it? No. <laughs> but Donnie Yen died? Come on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well we know um, all of those guys were gonna they, die in they, they, One. They,
2: Finn should have Finn should have died in that episode
1: anyway whatever um, I don't know I like that her story is open ended but I don't think they could give her a redemption arc they can't I, you're saying it's going to happen though
2: <laughs> I, I think it's gonna happen because people want it I, I understand what you're saying when you say that there there should be some mysticism with this and, and where her character goes but I think uh, do we get sequels all the time that we don't need yeah like episode 8
1: they have to tie and up nine. the story. Got it. And seven. <laughs> you're you're.
0: <laughs> you're like poking my buttons, dude. <laughs> you're like I'm like episode eight didn't kill Finn. It just killed Star Wars. I don't know. <laughs> I will. Oh god, stop! i would say we we
2: get we get sequels that we don't need all the time. And I I... Well, I think they're going to tie up her story.
1: I just hope it's not a redemption arc. You think she's gonna be more evil? I I think either a death or or she yes yeah, she stays the villain. I think she's I think she's gonna die. We don't I even th- get anything about her and Cora either.
0: She so like no.
2: she there's you see it, there's humanity in her when when Noriko is whole touching her face and I don't love you enough, she starts tearing up. There is yeah. some there is some good in her maybe it'll
1: be like a darth vader thing where like at the last minute that's what i'm like saying right yeah. before she dies that's what yeah. i'm saying She, 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 turn, she, something redeans.
2: happens with zuko and and she's like ah, i can't let you kill
1: my brother that would be okay you know it'd be the it'd be the lannister story that we always wanted to see it'd be well, jamie know?
0: lannister was supposed to be prince zuko and they just shit all over that at the end well it could
1: be like an azula thing at this point now right like or you know like azula could have kind of a similar thing like we're right at the end she, he just dies, and, and she redeems herself right at the end. But right. doesn't get to live it out. I'm okay with that. I'll, I'll be okay with that, too. I'm yeah. okay with it. I, I like... I,
2: I'm, I'm always, like, pro-good guy. Like I played Alliance on World of Warcraft. Right. No way I was, was I playing Horde. Oh, my <laughs> what, God. If you what?
0: played Knights of the Old Republic, you would do the light path? <laughs> Hell, what? I, I can't. Dark side all the way, dark man. Side all <laughs> <time>. <laughs> just robbing people.
2: <laughs> Infamous? I was good the entire Super, time. I oh, can't, give me I that red light. Red
0: Dead Redemption? no nope. I'm oh, dude man I've, I've being actually, the bad guy is the best
2: I've played uh, shit <laughs> I played Grand Theft Auto where I you follow the traffic yeah I did. Right. <laughs> that's what I was about to I say did, like, I did like one playthrough like I was
0: following
1: the traffic laws and shit I'm like this is this sucks in, in your
0: defense in your defense <laughs> everyone's done that before where you're just playing Grand Theft Auto and you're like let's try this yeah and then you're like alright let's run over some prostitutes <laughs> now <laughs> uh, and alright I'm gonna go ahead and turn this into a tank and fly away <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah right oh uh, man anyway anyway i'm playing grand theft auto later <laughs> <laughs> gta yeah gta 5's been out for like 12 years or some shit yeah, and they're
1: still <laughs> updating it it's still like 40 bucks yeah i know it's, 40, it's ridiculous 50 bucks. anyway i mean so we kind of wrapped up the story i think we can kind of talk about like thi- the, the characters at these point at this point
0: right well, i think we all agree we just re- we want to see more azula this this story really dives into her and and uh, especially right now because di- they did Katara Toff and they're doing Suki, why can't we get a fucking Azula standalone? How fucking cool would that be? Well, now that she's escaped, maybe there is space between
1: Smoke and Sh- between the uh, the Search and Smoke and Shadow. Right, where we could get a standalone.
0: We should definitely read Smoke and Shadow. Uh, we got to go in order. Next is the Rift.
2: Is it? I read yeah. the Rift, so yeah. I know what, I know what goes on in the Rift. Okay, yeah, and we've actually um, talked
0: about it before a little, but not really. Yeah, I'll have to read the rift. when we
2: when we did the uh, we talked about Yangchen
1: for a bit.
0: Yeah, so we referenced yeah. the rift a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah,
2: that's right. So that's
1: right. I don't know. I mean, I I would like to see more Azula. I think you're probably right on point. A last minute redemption arc maybe is what they have. Darth plan. Vader. You ha- we have to assume it's already written, right? Because this kind of, this book let us know that they were writing this back when they were doing season two. Cora
0: might not be written. It, I don't.
2: I don't know. I, this, she's a big character. They have.
1: They have
0: to at least have an idea. They have an idea. Yeah. There's I'm probably
2: sure. all kinds of stories that that Breik will have have together, and or ideas of where they want specific characters to go. Yeah. That that you know we might see something here in the future. I, I don't know.
1: Well, what was interesting about this book and the creator notes on the side, and you can kind of get this from many of the library editions, is how much the. Artwork can influence the story because right. if they can't make the artwork for it, then they can't put it in the story. Right. And how much, obviously, the story drives the artwork. Right. It's just like nice relationship between each other. And I think that, um I don't know actually where I was going with that. <laughs> what you think of it? <laughs> okay. I had a point to make about that and I just totally spaced on it. Okay. But I think if they're going to do something with Azula, maybe, it, like you were saying, maybe it's not written. Maybe they're trying right. to come up with something like, Maybe they're working on it together right now, from from a drawing perspective, like an illustrative perspective. Maybe, I don't know. I
2: can see that. I can see that for sure. Yeah, well, that pre- that pretty much brings us to the end of the book. Uh, also, at the at the end, you see uh, Ursa. She's aged. When, yeah. When she gives her yeah. her uh, she gets her face back. She she's aged. She's got some wrinkles on her face,
1: which is a cool touch. That's a cool touch. Yeah. Yeah. I like it'd that. be kind of. You know what I feel bad about? They didn't touch on this. Ki, her daughter. It's just like got a new mom now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought what? the exact same thing. <laughs> like he, her for her whole life, she's known That's her as so she's known her as Noriko. That's yeah. so weird with a
0: different face. Yeah, yeah. Why did I? I also thought that didn't make sense. Like, and why, why Ursa took her face back? It and kinda, all her memories. Yeah, yeah. Weird, weird.
2: Well and then Sorry and, and, and Norrin. Norin. Well, so they made a point that, that Noriko is uh, homely looking compared to Ursa. So he's plain looking. Plain, a, yeah, plain plain, plain, plain is the word they use, but you you get the point. So he gets an upgrade. He's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> he gets an upgrade, like automatically.
1: Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. Uh, That's true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he married up. He married up. Spirit just <laughs>
1: hit a little upgrade button for him. <laughs> But Key <laughs> it's like this is like the genesis of another villain story. I know, right? It sure is. Maybe <laughs> oh, my
0: mother. Dare you not to fight the mother of faces? Yeah,
1: she's gonna fight the mother of faces. That,
2: that's uh, Avatar Legends right there. It's Ki oh, getting back at the mother of faces.
0: I believe after this, they all go to live at the at the palace. By the way, really? I I think so. I think I I might I might be incorrect, but I think after this the whole family goes and lives at the palace.
1: One thing I wanted to point out real quick. is So at the, if can you go to the first page of the book? Um, it's actually <laughs> let's go thing. back through it. Um. <laughs> there's a, there's a little uh, a little note at the top right that says um, right here.
0: <laughs> Wait, I want to know everything, everything, everything. For you, my dear, I'll start from the beginning. So that
1: is actually the last line of the book too that Ursa is telling to Zuko. So, so yeah, so this, this is, entire this, book is the story All the
0: flashbacks are is the story she's telling to Zuko. Exactly. Nice. So yep.
1: the whole yeah, that's exactly what the book is. It's is nice. Ursa's nice. telling of this story. Which nice. I thought they yeah. mentioned that to like we love this, they were like stroking themselves and off, then, like <laughs> this was awesome that we did it. And I'm and like, then, You're right, it is awesome <laughs> that you did it.
0: Yeah, and then actually it shows in the very back At the very end, Zuko wakes up from his dream. This is all (laughs) (laughs) definitely doesn't happen. The night that Ursa left. (laughs) He's a little kid still. I'd
1: be like, Why did I just waste my time? Why did I just waste my time reading? Oh my god. Oh, Oh god. I would be so pissed. Oh god. It's just like Luke throwing the
0: lightsaber behind him. Uh don't! Why are you? Why are you I'm doing just, this to me? I'm just me? poking. I'm just poking, man. Oh man! Uh, fired up. Uh, I think, I think with that we gotta wrap it up for today. We went a little longer than we normally do. That's okay. What yeah, do you guys
1: I, I think I think uh, Ricky do you wanna end the closing notes? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Remember to rate and su- subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Follow the Cabbage Cart Podcast on Instagram, follow Triforce A Z on Instagram. You guys ready to get out of here? Let's do it. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Yep, yep.